0: is the Emergency Medical Minute. So uh, here's the story pediatric uh, diabetic ketoacidosis um, and fluid resuscitation so I like studies that are sort of well designed not funded by a drug maker um, and sort of apply to our practice so this actually does a lot of those things um, the outcome I'm not super excited about but um, we'll get to that in just a, a short moment so pediatric DKA with adult DKA we just give them two liters of saline and then start our protocol it's nice and easy with pediatric DKA there's this risk of getting brain swelling if you give too much fluid or too rapidly. Um, And so there's probably about just under 1% of the kids who have DKA can have um, some brain issues uh, with a swelling if you don't resuscitate them properly. So there's this big crazy push to do different types of fluid management strategies. Some people would do these things where they'd set up like two separate bags, like one would be half normal saline, one would be like half normal with dextrose and this crazy combination where you titrate one up, titrate down one down and it was exceedingly complex and no one really knew if it worked. So finally there's a group that did a study um, comparing normal saline to half normal saline. So those are the kind of the standard things they use in kids and they also compared using a fast um, sort of uh, like a 20 per kilo bolus um, and that's a little bit of a stretch versus a 10 per kilo bolus and a slower resuscitation. And so what they did is it it's 13 different centers, and about 1,400 kids were randomized, so that's good. It's not just one place that no one else can replicate, and there's a reasonable number of kids. The uh, fluids they use were reasonable. It's not this crazy plasma light or something that no one has access to. And they compared, um, so they said, let's give normal saline uh, to a group at 10 per kilobolus, then another 10 per kilobolus, and then correct their deficit rel- relatively quickly, like over a day. They did the same thing with normal saline, but did it slower. So only the 10, not a second 10, and then kind of corrected things over two days. They did half normal kind of with the same strategy. So who thinks, or what, what do you think was like the most dangerous? What would be the most dangerous for brain swelling? So the fast and the normal saline, anyone vote for that one? That one seemed to make sense. Um, you'd say the slow would be the most dangerous? Okay, reasonable, because no one really knows. And uh, which one would you know um, lead to, they actually checked other things too. So they checked uh, GCS, they checked IQ in the older kids, which was kind of interesting, uh, and uh, brain swelling. As it turned out, None of them was worse or better than the other. So it really didn't make a difference if you did the normal saline 10 plus 10 or 20, like the fast, or the half normal saline at the slow rate, uh, the rate of edema was the same. And it's pretty low, it's like less than 0.9%. Um, and you say, well, it's not a big deal. But it's a big deal if it's your kid who ends up having the uh, swelling. Uh, but the bottom line is, all the crazy pediatricians who say you must have 17 different bags, titrate one up with four going down and doing these crazy protocols, none is superior to another. So I think moving forward, at least for me, I'm just going to stick with the most simple thing, which would be the normal saline, because we all know how to deal with normal saline. And We all know how to do a 10 per kilo bolus and another 10 per kilo bolus just for like a safety issue of not having to mix things, order things from pharmacy and like titrate up and down and do all sorts of other uh, jumping through hoops. All right. Questions? Very good. Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.